Crime does not pay. Where are we going, Tasher? Going? <laughs> We're not going. We're there. Yeah, you heard him, Georgie. We're there. This garage? Sure, what's wrong with the garage? Just the place for a nice, friendly game. Come on up the ramp, Georgie. I don't feel like playing, Dasher. Sure you do. You said so. Y- yeah, but I, I just remembered I don't have no dough on me. You won't need any dough, Georgie. No, no dough for this game, Georgie. Holly. Harry. What's going on? Get up that ramp, Georgie. We got a new game, Georgie. It's called Stick the Pigeon. In the interest of good citizenship and law enforcement, we present Crime Does Not Pay, based on the famous Metro-Golden-Mayer series of short subjects. In just a moment, you will hear Dead Pigeon, starring Myron McCormick. Does Not Pay, starring Myron McCormick as Louis the Dasher Monroe in Dead Pigeon. They breed in the slums of the big cities and in the slums of the rural countryside, those parched dirt, sagging roof slums of the farmlands. They want what others have, And when the proper means does not exist, they take what they want, making jungles of their minds and living according to the jungle's law of kill or be killed. They give each other nicknames for color, Louis the Dasher because of his velvet-colored top coat and pomaded hair, Ohio Ollie because of the tune he whistles, Jack the Kid for obvious reasons. But Harry Roper had no nickname. His last name was enough. Harry was an expert with a four-foot piece of clothesline. They met these four as the general staff under the Dasher's command to consider a matter of security. Colonel Ollie, this is business. Oh, meet and call to order. You heard the Dasher. Go ahead, Dasher. Make with the talk. It's a cinch. George has got to go. George? That punk, what did he ever do? One word. Pigeon. George, a stoolie? You heard me. It don't seem possible. Pipe down. Listen to the kid. I'm walking down East Main, see? Minding my own business. <laughs> That's different for a change. Cut it, Ali. Okay, okay. So you was walking down East Main. Yeah. About a block up the line, I see George. You know that crazy walk of his, the way one shoulder the left one is always lower than the other? It's always easy to tell him that far away. Get on with it. Anyways, all of a sudden, up comes a proud car alongside George. The door opens. In jumps George, like he was used to it all his life. Just in with the cops. But an hour later, I'm in the drugstore across from the station house. Out comes George and walks away. It don't prove nothing. Maybe they had a piece on him from the prowl car. That was the day they picked up Stan right out of his hideaway. Nobody knew where he was. 
except us and George. What else? The day before they broke up the game back of Marty's laundry, George was down at the DA's office. Two days before they shot it out with Johnny Sugar, I saw him make a pinch on George. A rap that didn't stick more than three hours. That's enough. Me too. When do we give it to him, Dasher? Tonight, if we can find him. We'll find him. Want me to look? George likes me. We'll all look. <laughs> two by two. What's the pitch? You'll stay with me. We'll make the candy store at Seneca and Newcastle, our headquarters. Harry, you take Ollie. Work out of the all-night beanery over at Lincoln and Park. That's near the garage where the kids stashed that hot car. We'll check by phone from the pay stations. Whoever finds George talks him into a small game in the garage. No shooting, understand? I want Georgie to know why and how he's getting it. Any calls, Ali? Nothing. This is my third cup of coffee and nothing. How much coffee do you think I can drink? Never mind that. George will be around sometime tonight. If we miss him, we'll hear from Dasher. We ain't gonna miss him. You got something there, pal. How much longer are we gonna walk, Dasher? Till we find him. Why'd we use the car? My feet are killing me. George wouldn't get in a car. Anyhow, I wear shoes the right size. The dams don't care if you got big feet. You suppose Harry and Ollie found it? If they did, Pop's got a message over at the store. Oh, this kind of thing always spoils a party for me. <laughs> Think how the party's going to be spoiled for Georgie. <laughs> quiet this time of night. All morning. That's why I said no guns. I get it. I sold George. Take a look at this. Come over here under the lamppost. What is it? A note. Read it. Meet me in my office Wednesday, 10 a.m. Tom Edwards. Hey, that's the DA. Let's walk. I figure we'll plant that note on George. When the cops find him, they'll find a note. Newspaper boys will get it and print it. And everybody will know George was a stoolie. They'll pin it on us. <laughs> Don't worry, kid. First, Edwards is DA in the next county. He couldn't be interested in us. Two, I want everybody to know. The other pigeons will know, too. I think the warning will take. Dasher, you're a genius. Uh, smart enough, anyway. Dasher, up ahead. Close to the buildings. Up the side of the street. It's dark in there. Wait till he gets near the lamppost. Ah, it's Georgie. I know that walk any place. Come on, kid. Right. Hi, Georgie. What's your hurry? Oh, oh, hiya, Dasher. Going any place special? No, no place special. Interested in a little game, maybe? Maybe. What's cooking? Blackjack. Oh, I'm lucky at Blackjack. Where? Central Garage. We made a deal with the Grace Monkeys. What do you say we go over and take a hand? Sure. Why not? Let's walk. 
Why are you so lucky at blackjack, George? Well, any combination of seven is my lucky number. I get it. Think you ought to play tonight? Why not? Today's the 11th. Oh, the date don't mean nothing. Just the cards? And the dice. There's Pop's corner. The lights are still on around here. Night owl show at the movie. Wouldn't pay for Pop to keep open otherwise. It'd pay Pop to stay open only for us. In the other neighborhood, it'd attract too many nosy cops. Wait for me. I'll only be a minute. Yeah, sure. I will be here. Now, like I was saying, kid, any company... Any messages, Pop? No, nothing from nobody. How's business? Any business? How can it Anybody be? in the back room? I want to use the phone. Nobody in back, nobody in front either. If it gets no better, I'll give it up and try it. We got him. Check. Fifteen minutes. And double check. Well, that was quick. And to the point. Uh, Pop. Yeah? Anybody wants to know, the kid and I have been in and out of here all evening. That's the truth. I see you, Pop. Good luck with the sodas. Almost. Why? My feet hurt. <laughs> That's what I said just before we met you. Funny. They're okay now. Thought you said Central Garage, Dasher. They are. Where are we going, Dasher? Going? <laughs> We're not going. We're there. Yeah, you heard him, Georgie. We're there. This garage? Sure. What's wrong with the garage? Just the place for a nice, friendly game. Come on up the ramp, Georgie. Right. I don't feel like playing, Dasher. Sure you do. You said so. Yeah, but I, I, I just remembered. I don't have no dough on me. You won't need any dough, Georgie. No. No dough for this game, Georgie. Harry. Harry. You hit too? Hey, what's going on? Ramp, Georgie. Hey. We've got a new game, Georgie. It's called Stick the Pigeon. No, no, you can't. Come on, get him inside before he wakes up the whole neighborhood. Get up, get up there. No, no, get him in the back, way back. Come on. That's it. No! No, I didn't do nothing. Honest, I'm clean. Out of sand. And for money. And for Johnny Sugar. I, I couldn't help it, Dasher. They had it on me for that Mercy Street job. They was going to fry me if I didn't talk. Now, Dasher? What else did you tell them? Nothing. Nothing, I swear. Let me go, Dasher. Let me live, Dasher. Dasher. Show him, Harry. Only four feet long, Georgie. No, no, not the rope. What have you got for him, kid? Still. Makes a hole about a sixteenth of an inch across. Big enough. No, shoot me, Dasher. Not the pick. Shoot me. You're going to burn, Stan. Marty will work his hands off in a juke mill. Johnny will go to the rock. We hate stoolies. And in a very few minutes, you, my friend, are going to be one dead pigeon. Okay, fellas. No! I don't want to die! No, please! 
Well, let me forget the note, kid. This pigeon is going to make a real fancy dressed package. In just a moment, Crime Does Not Pay will continue with Dead Pigeon. Continue with Crime Does Not Pay, starring Myron McCormick as Louis the Dasher Monroe in Dead Pigeon. They found George, the dead pigeon, next morning. The stolen car into which his body was tossed was abandoned on a quiet, tree-shaded residential street. A passing policeman noticed the cloth of George's coat caught in the door of the locked car. One looked through the window, and that particular policeman was on his way to the nearest call box. Shortly thereafter, prowl cars, squad cars, an assistant medical examiner, and the wagon from the city morgue converged on the spot. That tree-shaded residential street was quiet no longer. The M.E. is through, Lieutenant. Death by multiple stab wounds and strangling. Pockets? No, nothing except this. Now, meet me, my office, Wednesday, 10 a.m., Tom Edwards. Oh, Billy Dew from the D.A. Yeah, next county. Must have been a stoolie. We'll find out since we take his prints. Let's have a look at him. Uh, he's a mess, whoever he was. There's the car. Boys checking the plates? Oh, that won't give us anything. I'll be from another car. Standard practice. This one wasn't pretty, even living. What's this black stuff on his back? Smells like oil to me. Yeah, it is oil. That's funny on his shirt, not on his jacket. You know how they operate. Pull his jacket over his head and let him have it. It falls on his shirt. Yeah. Oil. Look, Sorrell. Not one word to the newspaper boys about that note. Why not, Lieutenant? They'd love it. I know, but that's a warning to other stoolies. We're not doing any favors for the gangs yet. And run a check of all public garages within, say, five miles of here. That's a large order, Lieutenant. I know, Sorrell, but that oil comes from the floor of a garage. I'll bet on it. And I want to know which garage has a record of a car like this one. We might pick up some interesting leads that way. Never can tell. Company's come, Lieutenant. Picked up Joey here when he came to work tonight. Lieutenant Swenson, this is Joe. Hello, Joe. They still call you the baker? Uh, no more, Lieutenant. I'm, I'm going straight now. I got this job and been sticking to it. Honest. He's washing cars at that certain garage. Well, just tell us the truth, Joe. You'll be all right. I don't know nothing, Lieutenant. I pick up and deliver cars, too. I'm out of the garage most of my shift. Yeah, we know that. The reporting to the probation officer, Joe? Uh, yes, sir. I thought so. You know, I think you're a lucky break for us. Me? Lucky for you? Sorrell, get a chair for our friend Joe. Of course, Lieutenant. Won't you uh, sit down, Joe? I, uh, that is well... I said I... sit down. Yes, sir. 
Now start talking, Joe. What? What about? Oh, stop that. You know about accessory after the fact. I don't know nothing. There was no call either to pick up or deliver at your garage from midnight last night until 4.12 this morning. The record's here on this sheet. You were there. All right. All right. I was sleeping in one of the cars where I could hear the phone. And hear and see a murder committed. The murder our medical examiner says took place between 1 and 4 a.m. this morning. That left blood stains in the rear corner. That left oil smears on the back of the victim. You didn't sleep through anything like that, Joe. Now stop stalling, or you'll go back to your cell up the river. Have a heart, Lieutenant. If I talk, I'm good as dead. If you talk, you'll live longer and better. Better than behind bars, Joe. I I can't. I can't. He was a stoolie. They'll give it to me the same way. Then you saw it. You did see it. I, I'm scared to talk, Lieutenant. I want to live. I want to live. Ah, uh, all the lily live. All right, sir. I'll take him down to Davis Street Jail and lock him up. But I didn't do anything. You're a material witness. And your bail is going to be as high as the D.A. can get the judge to make it. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Keep step, keep step. Hey, you're here to exercise, so exercise. Say no playground, keep moving. Blackie, no you talk, heard you know the rules Joe DeBaker is here. Cell 23. Material witness, George the Pigeon. Pass it. Check. Hey, Phil. Joe the Baker. Cell 23. George the Pigeon. Material witness. Pass it. I thought I just said no talking. Shut up, you hear? Uh, yes, I was talking, sir. Get word out, Joe the Baker. Cell 23. Material witness, George the Pigeon. Gotcha. I'll pass it. you, Wally? Uh, yeah. No name's Jert. Sorry, I heard something on the grapevine over Davis Street. Spill it. They got a witness on that pigeon killing. They couldn't. Who is it? Joe the Baker. Remember? Yeah. Where, where was he? Asleep in a car. Noise woke him up. Brother. Dash or want to know about this. Fella, you earned your money this time. They set the bail. Yeah. One hundred thousand dollars. Looks like they want to keep him. <laughs> lousy breaks. And a character like that. Okay, Ollie, we'll get him out. Spring him? No, legitimate. We'll bail him out. Well, we get the hundred G's. <laughs> Don't worry about that. The Constitution says no big bail or something. I'll send a mouthpiece in the court in the morning. He'll get that bail reduced and we'll put it up. Get it? And then what? When Joe the Baker walks out, we'll be waiting for him. <laughs> He'll jump there, all right. They'll never find him. And it'll be worth every cent it'll cost us. Okay, pal, you can have bail now. Me? We'll put up a hundred G's for me. How should I know? Only it wasn't that much. Some mouthpiece talked to the judge. It's down to 10 G's. So long, Joe. It was nice knowing you. Grab the postcard, Joey, if you can. <laughs> Get going, pal. I ain't going. What? I don't know who put up the money. I ain't got no mouthpiece. I ain't going. Can't make me go if I don't want to. I don't want no bail. 
I want to stay here, here, where I'm safe. You think I'm crazy? The minute I step on the street, I'm dead. I won't do it. Nobody can make me. You giving me that straight, Ollie? Straight like I got it. Our pal, the Keys, says Joe suddenly got smart and refused to bail. But why is him up? Seems like the other characters in his cell block began wishing him goodbye. Uh, That's what he got one. I'd like to... Easy, Dasher. That's my job. Those dumb, stupid... Next thing you know, the baker will start to talk. I wouldn't be surprised if we could just get him out for 30 seconds. If, if. Haven't you any imaginations? Figure something. As long as he stays in there, who can touch him? Well, uh, how about a writ or something? Well, they're holding him as a material witness without a charge for his own protection. It don't look good to me. We can't get him out and we can't get in. Can't we? What are we paying that jailer for? News broadcast? Maybe you got something, Dasha. <laughs> the first time I ever heard of anybody who wanted to get into jail. You got an idea, Dasha? Why can't Joe have a visitor? No reason why not. Oh, no, Dasher. This is one job that's not for me. What's well, so tough? Our boyfriend lets one of us in. We get to Joe. The keys turns his back. A fast shiv, and that's that. Dasher, you mean right in his cell? Oh, the visitor's room. Not regular hours. Maybe 10 o'clock at night. Keys will play along. He'd better. He has to go home when he's off shift. It uh, don't feel right, Dasher. Too close to the line. If Joe the Baker speaks up in court, we're over the line. You better count me out, Dasher. Hey, me too. I, I need room to work. Jail's no place for me. Ollie? I, I, I get a rash every time I go near a jail. Uh, uh, they don't agree with me. Honest, Dasher. But I'll wait outside with a car. I get it. You're all turning chicken. Do we got to take care of him that way? If there was any other way, wouldn't I figure it? Yeah, sure you would. Hey, couldn't we draw straws or something? Short man has to go in. No straws. A job like this, you have to want to do or you'll slip someplace. All right. This is the way it has to be. Ollie. Yes. Contact your pal. Okay, okay. Joe the baker gets a visitor. Tonight. <laughs> You got a visitor, Joe. Visitor? Me? Who want to see me? And since when visitors 10 o'clock at night? Yes, too many questions. Come on. Hey, I, I don't understand. Come on, on your feet, Joey. Let's go. Okay, I'm coming. Hey, this ain't the way to the visitor's room. Well, not the day room. At night, we got a special place down near the kitchen, huh? Yeah. Okay. It's in here, Joey. Hello, Joey. Nice to see you. Yes, Shut up. I'll use my name. Keep away from me. Keep away. Help. Keys. Hey, Keys. Keys won't help you. He's gone to bed. Don't come near me. Don't. I'm crying, you dash don't come close. Put down that baseball bat, Joe. Take your medicine like a man. <laughs> ice cream. Chocolate ice cream. We use the bat to pack the ice in the ice cream freezer. 
Put it break. Put it down, Joe. Be nice, and I'll make it quick. Otherwise, in the belly. Come on, put it down, Joe. I won't. You don't get me, Dash. I'll break your arm. Put away that chip, Dash. Put it away. You're gonna get it, Joe, just the way Georgie got it, and you know about that. I saw you. I saw you. Keep away from me, Dash. Trial. Get Joe's back. All right, Dash. You drop that knife. Look out, flat foot. I thought he was gonna cut me. I thought he was gonna cut me. I will. I will. You lousy stooly. Got a hard chin, Dash. Oh, my jaw. George, crotch you. Bracelets on him, Sorrell. You didn't figure we'd have a tail on you, did you, Dasher? You didn't figure we'd pick up Ollie and the kid and Harry in the car outside. And you didn't figure to fry for killing Georgie, did you, Dasher? You just didn't figure a lot of things. Crime does not pay. Myron McCormick, who has starred as Louis the Dasher in Dead Pigeon, will be back with you in just a moment. In person is Myron McCormick. I know that many of you believe that the world of Louis the Dasher, Ohio Ollie, and George the Pigeon is a world of fantasy, drawn from the vivid imagination of a writer of crime stories. I'm glad that you can believe this, but the fact remains that you must not believe it, because this world really exists. This is shocking, I know. And you have every right to ask not only what is to be done about it, but how it happened, and how such things can be prevented. The police do what can be done. This underworld came into being largely because of the kind of greed that breeds in slums and dire poverty. These things can be rooted out at their source. This is a basic goal toward which our civilization is moving. When we have reached that goal, you and I and all good citizens, then we will have demonstrated once and for all that crime does not pay. Thank you, Myron McCormick. Crime Does Not Pay is written by Ira Marion and directed by Mux B. Loeb, with music composed and conducted by John Gart. Technical advisor is Burton B. Turpin. The event's character is vicious. Any similarity is purely coincidental.